Welcome to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl. I'm Sandra Jarvis, a certified trauma recovery coach who specializes in helping women learn to love themselves and rebuild their lives after leaving organized religion. In this podcast, we explore the messages you tell yourself that keep you feeling unworthy, unacceptable, and unloved, so you can replace them with pure truths that prove otherwise. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl, and Happy New Year. I am super excited for 2023. I cannot believe that we are in 2023, honestly. I think back to when I was a kid and um, I was certain that by 2023, the world was going to have ended. (laughs) And so here we are in 2023 and it's pretty exciting that we have made it this far, right? Um, So I have been planning the past couple of weeks. I've been planning the things that I am going to do for 2023, both personally and in my business. And I am really excited about this year. I have some awesome things planned for all of you and some awesome things planned for me. And so 2023 is going to be a great year. I hope you'll continue to follow along. One of the biggest things that's happening very soon is that I will be opening the doors to the self-love club. Now, I opened this back in October and it filled up on the first day that I opened it. And um, it has been an awesome experience, the eight women who have been with me in that journey. But I have completely changed the self-love club. It is going to be an entirely new experience, specifically for women who have left the LDS church or other high demand religions. And the focus of this is really going to be on building community, on making it a place where women can find support after leaving the church. Now, when I open it at the end of this month, it is going to be incredibly inexpensive. I am going to open it with an introductory offer that I hope will make it accessible to anyone who wants it. And so I hope you'll keep following along and take advantage of that if it's something that you're in need of, because I'm super excited. It's going to be my favorite place on the internet because it's going to be full of women who understand me and are like me and are walking a similar path as me. And I hope that's you as well. So follow along to get more details about the self-love club and the release of the self-love club. Um, Also this year, I'm going to be doing some more retreats. And again, these are going to be specifically for women who have left the LDS church. And I am really wanting to make the things in my business more accessible to women. And so I'm going to be opening these retreats for very inexpensive as well. And I hope that you will take advantage of that. Um, I'm just really excited. I want to build this community and help women have a place to turn to when they walk away from their religion. And so I'm excited to kind of 
provide that space for all of you. And I woke up this morning and I was thinking about what do you need to hear from me today? And the thing that came to me was kind of powerful because it's something that I've thought about a lot and it's something I've heard a lot. So since I have been interacting in the um, post-Mormon community, I often come across women who they say, I, I think maybe I made a mistake by leaving, by leaving the church. And they say things like, you know, I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't know it was going to be this hard, or I'm just so miserable, or, you know, everybody has stopped talking to me. My family is upset and, and everybody stopped talking to me. I don't have any support and maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I should just go back. And here's the thing that I think is really interesting about that. So when you walk away from the church, you know, it's going to be hard. It's designed to be hard, right? The church doesn't make it easy. There's no simple exit system to get out of the church. And so you know it's going to be hard. But then when you walk away and it is hard, then your brain starts freaking out because your brain likes things to be familiar, all right? And so you walked away from the church for a reason. And my guess is the reason was something to do with, I mean, it being hard to stay in, right? But the thing is, is that your brain was used to dealing with that hard. And so now that you've left and things are hard in new and different ways, your brain is freaking out. It's not that it was easier in the church. It's not. It's just that it was familiar in the church. And so now that you're, you've walked away, your brain is like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Maybe we made a mistake. We don't know what's coming next. How are we going to protect ourselves? Right? That's what your brain is doing. Brain is like, what happened? <laughs> but the truth is that what happened was what you already knew would happen. And so Today, I want to talk to you about three areas that maybe can help you calm down your brain and recognize that this was a choice you made on purpose and with intention and that nothing has gone wrong, right? Nothing's gone wrong. Things are going exactly the way that they're supposed to go. And I promise it gets easier. So the first thing I want to talk about is embracing your worth, because here's the problem. The church often, well, any, any high demand religion places a lot of focus on your spirituality, right? It places a ton of focus on developing your spirituality and being a spiritual person. And there's nothing wrong with that because spirituality is actually a really important part of who you are. The thing that is a problem is when you're in a high demand religion, it takes over your life. And many times 
you start to ignore the other parts of who you are. And there's lots of other parts. And so your spirituality, the spiritual side of you, gets kind of overtakes everything else. Because there's always so much that you're supposed to be doing and giving to your religion. And so you end up focusing on your spiritual side and letting all of the other sides kind of just go dormant. But the truth is that in order to live a healthy life, in order to embrace your worth, in order to feel good about who you are, you need to have a balance in all of those areas. And so it's not just about your spirituality. It's also about your mental health. It's about your emotional health. It's about your physical health, your physical body. It's about, <clears throat> excuse me, it's about taking care of your relationships and being social. And it's about creating an environment for yourself where you can thrive. And so when you are only focusing on the spiritual side of you, those other parts of you get ignored and you end up feeling very out of balance. And it's hard to recognize your worth whenever you don't feel good about every part of you. So what does it look like when you feel good, when you are living a balanced life? Well, it looks like taking time every day to move, taking time every day to feed yourself healthy foods, taking time every day to exercise, to get out, to get out into the sunlight, into nature. It's um, recognizing that your emotions are a valid, important part of you. And that there is so much more to you than just spirituality, than just connecting with God. There's, there's so many parts of you that can be developed and that can add to your life. So understanding that it's okay to be involved in sports. It's okay to go join a softball team. It's okay to take dance lessons, even if you're 50 years old like me. <laughs> it's okay to have hobbies, to craft, to make music. It's okay to, you know, go on hikes and to enjoy the world around you. And not only is it okay, but it's an important part of taking care of you. And, you know, I was talking to one of my clients last week and I said to her, you know, the most, your number one job, your most important job is to take care of you first. And she was like, whoa, <laughs> she's like, this sounds really ridiculous, but I've never heard that before. And that is the kind of thing that I want to help you overcome. Because the truth is, that taking care of you is the most important job you have. You are the most important person in your life. You have to embrace your worth 
and recognize that you are important enough to take care of in every area. And when you start to do that, things change, trust me. So that's the first thing I want you to really think about. How do you go about creating a life that is balanced, where you can recognize your worth and where you can embrace your worth, embrace who you are? Hey, that's number one. So number two, the second thing I want to talk to you about is claiming your freedom. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, the thing is, is that many of us, when we are raised in high demand religion, we feel like there is a certain path that we have to follow. There's only one way to live our lives. And if we're not on that path, then bad things are probably going to happen, right? That's not true. And that can be a difficult thing for people to hear, but it's not true. There are as many ways to live life as there are people on the planet. And none of those ways are wrong. You get to decide what it feels like for you to be free. You get to decide which things you want to put into your life and how you want those things to affect you. You get to make all the choices and then you get to, I, I mean, you get to deal with, you get to accept, you get to experience all of the consequences that come with your choices. So that means that there's not necessarily any right or wrong choices, but there are choices that are going to have better consequences and choices that are going to have consequences that don't feel all that great. So consider that, like, what path do you want to be taking? What path do you want to embrace? What will make you feel the most like you? What will give you that sense of freedom and of being able to embrace your worth? <laughs> because these all tie together. That's the truth. They all tie together. When you embrace your worth, when you start to feel that freedom of being able to choose how you want to live your life, then amazing things start to happen. And probably the most amazing thing, and this is number three, is that you get to start living your truth. And living your truth is like nothing else. When you have been raised in a high demand religion and you have lived your whole life for someone else's truth, then claiming your own truth is freedom. It's also scarier than hell <laughs> because there are so many things that you don't know for sure about what's going to happen if you really start living your truth, right? And so many of us leave the church and then we hide. We we leave, sometimes we leave emotionally and we continue to attend 
because we're so afraid of living our truth. But the thing is, is that living your truth, as I said, it brings freedom and hiding actually increases your fear. So think about that for a minute. Do you remember as a kid when you were like playing hide and seek, right? And you would be somewhere, let's say you're in a closet, right? Okay. You're hiding in a closet and you can hear all of the sounds outside, but you can't see anything. And the longer you're there, the more afraid you become of being found. And also, <laughs> the more tempting it is to look out to see what's going on, right? That's because when you're hiding, your fear is actually increasing. When you're hiding, your body is actually having a reaction to that fear. And it's the same thing when you are hiding who you really are, when you're hiding what your belief systems really are. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go out and tell everybody what you now believe. In fact, I don't encourage that. It doesn't mean that you have to start spewing everything out there and trying to get everybody else on the planet to leave the church as well and all of those things. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is living true to you. Okay. I'm talking about being honest about what you believe. First of all, being honest with yourself about what you believe, being honest about who you are and embracing those things. You know, it's interesting because I remember, I will be honest, I stayed in the church a lot longer than I probably should have because I was so afraid of what my family and my friends were going to think when I left. And I, I worried about the people that I was going to hurt. I worried about what people were going to say behind my back. I worried about how many friends I was going to lose. I worried about all of these things. And I spent a lot of energy and several years inside the church because I was afraid of what was going to happen when I started living my truth. It's interesting because now that I have come out completely openly and let people know, and I'm, I'm actually coaching women and helping them do this as well. It's really fascinating to me because I don't worry about that stuff anymore. And that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Like I did hurt people by leaving the church. I did lose friends when I left the church. And I can guarantee you that there are people out there who are talking about me. But now that I am living my truth openly, now that I have claimed this is who I am, this is what I believe, I no longer worry about them. I no longer worry what they're thinking and saying and doing because I get to be me. I get to make those choices and I don't have to hide it. The fear is gone and I just get to live my life in a space of truth. And that is 
feels amazing. And doing that has allowed me to claim my freedom and to embrace my worth because I no longer have to hide. I no longer have to pretend to be something that I'm not. I get to choose what I'm going to believe. I get to choose how I'm going to act. I get to choose to live the life that I want to live. And I get to know that those are my own choices. And here's the other thing. The thing that's really interesting is that even though I have people out there who think that I have completely changed, I'm the same person. Very little in my life has actually changed. Very little in my life is actually different because I am still the same person. I am still the same woman with the same values and the same characteristics and the same priorities that were always mine. And the truth is, when I was pretending and staying inside the church, I was being someone who was not authentic to me. And that didn't feel good. Now I'm being authentically me. People who know me, know me. They don't know some version of me that I'm trying to put out there so that people will like me or so that people won't be disappointed. They know me and it feels really good to be known. I can remember when I was in the church and I often felt like I had to hide things about myself. I had to hide things that I had said or done or things that I was like parts of me, because if I allowed people to actually get to know me, they wouldn't like me. That's no longer a fear for me because now I am just who I am. And when you meet me, when you talk to me, when you see me, you're getting the real me. And as I said, that is so freeing and that allows me to love me. So those are the things I was thinking about this morning. You know, if you have left the church and you're struggling and you're feeling like it was really hard and maybe you made a mistake, I want you to consider these three things. Have you really embraced your worth? Have you embraced who you are? You. Have you claimed your freedom? Are you doing the things that make you feel like you? And are you living your truth? Are you being authentic? Are you putting yourself out into the world in a way that is truly you? Because what it all comes back to is that it's all about you. You're the most important person in your life. And if there is a God, my belief is that he expects you to be who you are. After all, that's who you were created to be. You're the only one who can be you. So there's no reason to hide who that is. All right. That's what I've got for you today. Just again, want to tell you the self-love club is coming and it is going to be amazing. So keep following along and 
thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting this podcast and for being willing to tune in and listen to my thoughts. It means a lot to me. Have a fantastic week, everyone, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, you've got to check out the Self-Love Club, my small group coaching program. It's the place where women come together to build community, recover from religious programming, and start living their truth. Visit my website, sandrajarviscoaching.com, for more information. 